Okay, so this question is, what did the first three months look like? Childcare, sleep management, feeding, etc. Um, so, uh, childcare. So what I what I did was, um, I, um, we got the. So my my husband took two months off, um, and my mum came over from New Zealand, and we had a nanny. So we had a lot of childcare. Um, but not all of that happened in the first month. So basically I had the, I was fundraising at the same time. So I was I'm literally in the middle of the fundraise and, uh, it, uh, my baby arrived on the 27th of November. So, and that was a Sunday. So that day, so I had the baby that day. Then, um, on the Monday we did calls. I remember I had a 9am call, um, which was totally fine by the way. It was, you know, I, I think it's totally okay to, um, <laughs> to do that. And obviously, Everyone I was talking to was like, oh, do you really need to talk to us? Um, you know, we'd find to cancel the call. Like, everyone was super, you know, like, whatever, caring, I guess, but all conciliatory. Um, to a point that I actually found slightly annoying because they were like, oh, we don't need to do this now. You know, we can totally cancel. And, and I was like, well, I, I know we can. But the whole thing that happens in a fundraise is... Um, you know, the founders are trying to make the investors go faster. So I know you, I know you're happy to go slower, but um, that's not actually, that doesn't actually help me. And it especially doesn't help me if you, um, if you insist on cancelling just because I've just had a baby and I know you're trying to be nice, but it's actually not nice. Um, so that was, that was slightly annoying at times. Um, but uh, anyway, so, so that, but most people were kind of fine to carry on. So in fact, everyone was fine to carry on. It's just that I had to sort of insist. Um, so that was like the first day. Then the first week, um, I did do an in-person meeting. This was pre-COVID, so no one was doing anything by Zoom. And what I did was um, I had like a sort of half hour, 45 minute meeting in London. So I left, left baby um, with my husband, hopped on the tube, went into town, did my meeting, hopped back. Um, I would say, like, physically, what was happening to me was, um, I was, you, you, I, I was getting, well, I would say a reasonable amount of sleep, like, with newborns, you don't get that much sleep, so, you know, you have to, you have to just, you have to just power on through, like, you, you just got to keep going, and you, you, you get used to existing on very little sleep, and, you know, just working on very little sleep, that is just the reality of it. But um, the thing that happens in the very first week is the baby actually sleeps quite a lot, um, especially in the first sort of 24 hours, 48 hours. So you don't, you don't get really sleep deprived until a few days in. And um, anyway, and so, but what also was, ha was happening to me physically, I should say I had a very straightforward birth and actually quite quick, um, or very quick, in fact, my baby came in... Um, I think it was one hour and six minutes so in other words my very first labor pain and then he was born like an hour and six minutes later um so it was a very it was a very straightforward and very quick birth um but you when you when you have a baby you bleed a lot and um so and and so and that that happens for like days and days and days afterwards so there was a moment when I went into work. I can't remember what day this was exactly, but um, I went into work and then I came home, um, and then I and then I was like started bleeding, and um, I had to call the emergency hospital line and be like, I am bleeding a lot, and the midwife just said, Yeah, it happens. 
um, just like lie down. And if you're still bleeding in a number of minutes, I can't remember what it was, it was like 30, 30 minutes or 45 minutes or something, then um, like give us another call. Um, and so I did that. But like reflecting on that, you know, people, people kind of say, oh, like you were, you were fundraising during this week and you were going to in-person meetings. But I kind of think, you know what, parents do this all, like well, mums do this all the time. They, um, yeah, they might not be going to investor meetings, but they, they take their kids to school. It's quite common for um, parents with newborns or mums with newborns to do the school run with their kids um, in the, you know, in the first week or so after the birth or, or the other thing that it, you have to do is you have to go to hospital and have to go to your GP for checks so it's not like new it's not like parents it's not mums it's not like mums don't walk around you know uh, they do so I I was also walking around I just happened to be walking for a different purpose so I don't think it makes that much difference anyway and uh, so that was that was all in the first week um, and then and by then so my my husband was off work he took two months off like I said my, we didn't have our nanny at that stage, and now we're kind of getting into the start of December. So things start to kind of slow down anyway, because in my business, it's very seasonal, and um, the first two weeks of December are very busy, but the last two weeks, nothing happens, and lots of people are on holiday and stuff. And in any case, I'm not involved in the operational side of the business, so for me to take a couple of weeks off was no big deal. So we then went to um, my husband's parents' place and were kind of looked after up there, um, and then, uh, then Christmas happened. So, you know, by now the baby's like a month and we continued fundraising. Um, but it was all, we'd, we'd done all our in-person meetings and now it was all kind of, um, due diligence and, um, paperwork and phone calls and all that stuff. So we, we kept on doing that, but we were kind of living with the in-laws, um, at that stage. Christmas happens and then we come back and I went back to work properly, you know, fully on something like January the 3rd, something like that. And, uh, and by this time, my mum had come over and also we had a nanny. And so we had, and also my husband was off. So we had an abundance of support and childcare, actually too much, to be honest. There were a lot of times when either my nanny or, or my mum was sort of going, why? Not, I mean, not, not out loud, like, why am I here? But sort of, you know, they would, they spend a lot of time just like making each other cups of tea and, you know, whatever, finding things to do, basically. Um, so that was the first couple of, um, couple of months. And, um, so that's how we, that's how we dealt with childcare sleep. But you, you also said about sleep management and feeding. Um, so sleep management, um, I just got, I just got sleep whenever I could. I'm a massive fan of night nurses and that's something that, um, it's one of my absolute top tips, um, is I think it's the most incredible money you'll ever spend is on a night nurse and I think the right cadence um, we discovered was um, actually with my first baby was about every second or third night we would get a night nurse not every night because it feels like a bit overkill we did at one point get a night nurse um, five nights in a row and by the by the fourth or fifth night we were like mm, we just don't feel like we actually need this so um so, but then, then for whatever reason, even though, even though it was such a lifesaver, for whatever reason, we just didn't do it in the second one. And I think it was because we had such an abundance of childcare anyway. It just, you know, we, we already had like enough. Um, it just didn't feel like, you know, we already had four adults for one baby. Um, it, it just didn't, we just didn't feel like we needed it. So we didn't get it. But I still, I continue to think that money spent on a night nurse is some of the best money you can ever spend in your entire life. And one of the things that I didn't realize until I until I did it was, uh, but 
that you've also asked about um, feeding and breastfeeding was very important to me and it was very important to me, especially with my first. I relaxed actually with my second, but with my first, because I went back to work quite quickly afterwards, I, it was very important to me that she, she didn't suffer for that. Um, and so it was really important to me that she be exclusively breastfed for the first six months, even though I was back at work full time. And so I got a pump, a breast pump, and I had it in the office in the little room. And I, um, I had a little fridge and um, used to, you know, go in there and pump. And one of the really nice things is that I'm told that after I left that job, um, subsequently other pregnant and, you know, new mums use that room and use that fridge as well for the same purpose, which is really nice. So anyway, so I managed to do that. And she was exclusively breastfed for the first six months. And then... And then what happened was I kind of, you know, she grew up, she grew up by the time my second came along, she was three years old and I would see her in the playground and I knew that other friends of hers had been bottle fed and whatever. And I kind of look at them and I'd be like, do you know what? I don't notice any difference between you guys. I'm kind of, you know, what was all that? What was all that fuss about? Um, and I decided to be a lot more relaxed and, uh, and to do um, what's called mixed feeding which is when you both bottle and breastfeed and not to be so religious and devout as I was about, you know, a drop of formula will not touch my baby's lips kind of thing. So, um, so with that in mind, I was much more relaxed by the time my second came along. And I, um, and I, what I decided to do was, um, uh, definitely breastfeed as, you know, whenever, whenever I was with him, but, um, but just be totally fine with formula, formula feed when I wasn't. Uh, so that's how we dealt with feeding. But back to the night nurse, one thing, so we had a night nurse with my first, not my second. And my first was the one where I was religiously devout about breastfeeding. And so one thing I didn't realize when I, um, uh, when I started, when I started thinking about this stuff was I was like, how does it work with breastfeeding? Because surely you have to wake up anyway and then what's the point of the night nurse the th- here's the thing here's why a night nurse is great because when a baby wakes up in the middle of the night it's not just about um it, it 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 takes ages to get a baby back to sleep and you have to burp them which is something that no one tells you but is like takes forever and so you can the actual feeding might only take 20 minutes but settling the baby might take another I don't know 10 20 30 depending on the situation maybe an hour like some some amount of time and you know how it is when you wake up, when it's 3 a.m. and you wake up, if you can, if you can kind of stay like mostly asleep, you'll, you'll get back to sleep. But if you have to get up and like turn a light on and move around and like you're super awake and then you're not getting back to sleep. And one of the most incredibly annoying things about babies in the night is when, they're, they're, when they wake up, wake you up, then they go back to sleep and you can't get back to sleep and you're so tired, but you can't sleep. That's so annoying. So nine nurses are just brilliant for that for solving that problem. So what they do is they, um, they can, they, they, they sleep. So let, let's imagine what, what we did was we had a living room and we would move a little cot into the, into the living room and the night nurse would, would sleep on the couch next to the baby, which they're totally like, that's their job. That's what they're very used to doing. And, um, and then the, so the baby is sleeping, everyone's sleeping, everyone in the, in the house is sleeping, including the night nurse actually. And then what happens there is the baby wakes up, the night nurse wakes up and then night nurse tries to, tries to settle the baby if, if that works, you know, all, all good. 
If not, baby's hungry. The night nurse comes into the room, wakes me up, gives me the baby. I feed the baby for like 15 minutes or however long it takes. Then give the baby back to the, um, to the night nurse. And then the night nurse um, does everything else, like changes the nappy, like settles the baby, burps the baby, like everything else. But meanwhile, I get back to sleep. So I don't even have to move. I just have to like sleepily, groggily hold a baby, trying not to wake up properly. And the baby gets continuously breastfed. So that's how that works. And it totally wasn't obvious to me before before that. I, I, I didn't see what the point was of having a night nurse if you were breastfeeding. And uh, like I've said many times, it is the like it is an incredible use of money, in my opinion. Uh, so I think that is that question. <laughs>